Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. 2,455 hits. That's a lot, Jimmy Rollins. That's a lot of years, a lot of plate appearances, and a hell of a lot of hits <laughs> for something that is that difficult to do. We talk about hitting on this podcast and try to like help pick people who are going to get a hit on a given day, but it's hard. Why is hitting so hard? Oh, man, that is uh, a very, very good question. Um, well, one, you're not in control of anything as a hitter. Um, other than putting a good swing on the ball. You can't dictate location, can't dictate speed, you can't dictate uh, break, uh, none of the above. You can't dictate the strike zone. All those things are, you know, one, strike zone interpreted by the umpire. Two, the rest of it is by the pitcher. And even when a ball leaves his hand, he can't control what it's going to do anymore. Um, after that, let's say you put a good swing on the ball, you do everything right. You have to get it by nine. Well, if you do it right, the catch is eliminated. So you have to get it by eight different people that are paid a lot of money <laughs> to be very athletic, to make catches, and then have people upstairs that are saying, hey, 80% of the time you're going to hit the ball to this side of the field. So we're going to stack the cards against you. So you factor all those things in. And then you can start to get a little bit of a glimpse of why it's so hard to hit it, or I, to get a hit. I, I think it's the most difficult thing to do in sports. I, I, I really do. I mean, I haven't posted up Shaq. You did a few weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> but is, is it the hardest thing? Is it the hardest thing to do in sports, you think? I, I, I believe so. You know, they, they, they say, you know, a round bat and a round ball that is traveling at 90 miles per hour, uh, you know, vertical drop of an inch to three inches, depending, it, it, it's difficult. I mean, how, how do you see speed, right? Like, how do you see speed coming right at you? When you're on the side of speed, you get to see it because it goes by you. But here you are at, you know, 60 feet, six inches from the rubber. By the time the pitcher throws the ball, you're in the 50s. You know, you're 50-something feet away and not knowing what's going to happen. How do you sit there and say, I have the confidence to get a hit? And trust me, now that I'm not playing, I'm on this side of the game, I ask myself all the time. And I still say, I'm like, I can't believe I used to do that. I'm like, I guess I did. I mean, I, I did it for 16 years, but I still can't believe I used to do that and do it, you know, pretty effectively. That's how hard it is, that if you allow yourself to really, you know, grasp the concept of what you're seeing, you really get a true appreciation of how talented these guys are. It, I, I totally agree. And, like, the ability to be confident 
when you're going to mm-hmm. fail that much, when the, the deck is that stacked <laughs> against you? Is that you born with that or did you develop that confidence? Well, I think we're all a little bit insane. <laughs> you know, the, you know, the definition of insanity. We we keep doing it over and over and over, thinking we're going to get different results. We're not. Look, if you're great, you the best you're going to do is three and a little bit more. You know, <laughs> so. Uh, but yeah, it's just, you know, I think you just um, over time you just you just develop this, um, you know, saying like no, no matter what, no matter what happens, I'm the best out here. You know, I'm going to get a hit. I'm going to hit it over their head. I'm going to hit it by them. You have to, because if you sat there and thought about, you know, uh, the many ways you can get out, it, it wouldn't make sense for you to try to even attempt to play baseball yeah. or to try to be a hitter. You know, I'm going to be a pitcher because the odds are my favorite. That's the side I'm going to be on. But um, you just have to say to yourself, I'm the best, and I don't care who's on the mound, I can get a hit. And I think that's how you go about it. What kind of matchups did you think were advantageous for you? Like when you woke up in the morning and you saw yep. that blank was pitching, because we look at a million things and we do, it drives us nuts. You know, we look at handedness. We look at the way a fastball might move. We look at personal history. Like what, 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 what would make you feel good some morning if you knew you were facing pitcher X? Uh, well, one history is this a guy that um, I have, success off of two as long as he didn't throw a cutter i was i felt pretty good cutters and sinkers are are just devastating to me um right-handed i handled cutters a lot better than i did left-handed and then sinkers i I handled a lot better left-handed than i did right-handed so when i knew a guy was you know a four-seamer maybe have a little slider which is always breaking into me which is you know a a slow cutter so i could deal with that and a change-up guy when, when that combination was there, you know, just, you know, the th- true three quarters, nothing funky, um, fastball, slider, changeup type pitcher, I felt pretty good, you know, going to the plate. And fortunately, you know, when, when I played, that's what it was. Fastball velocity, I never cared. It's like the harder you throw, the less time I have to think, the less your ball is going to move, and the more you're going to want to challenge me. I'm a little guy. You don't want to get to Ryan and Chase and Pat and Jason Worth, you don't want to get to them with, with guys on. So you're going to do your best to get ahead of me. And for me, that worked in my favor because I went up there. I want to swing 1-0-0-1-0-0 as, as much as possible because I didn't want to let you get to your um, off-speed stuff. Didn't work all the time, but those are the guys that I sat there and I'm like, today, today should be a good day. But don't get me wrong, you have plenty comfortable 0 for 4s out there. <laughs> <laughs> but, at least, but at least you're comfortable, so. Yeah, you're comfortable, you know. <laughs> Maybe it makes you more comfortable the next day. See, that's the stuff. I feel like front offices these days are looking at, you know, the the swing plane. Like, whatever your swing plane was, Jimmy, that, that struggled with the cutter, that struggled with the sinker. They would figure out which pitchers and which ways to get you. I feel like there's, maybe it's always the case, there's a level that the front offices are thinking that is ahead of what analysts can be thinking on a given day. Uh, yeah. And, and I get it. You know, I get the science, look, baseball, every sport is a game of science. Let's, let's, let's just call it what it is without the science, the sport wouldn't exist. You know, how do we know? And we go back, you know, 60 feet, six inches, uh, 90 feet in between bases. How do we know that that is a perfect distance you know, with the human, you know, velocity going up, uh, runners getting faster, batters getting faster, it's still it's still the same, that half a step to get a guy out. 
that you know ball breaking with with you know with the uh, rotation uh, the RPMs I guess rotations per or whatever however they measure that 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 is still changed as people have gotten bigger stronger and faster it still works out so I understand it the science has always been a part of it but there's still a human element that I think they don't consider as much. Like, yes, I do struggle with the cutter, but what if that guy's cutter isn't cutting that day? What if the sinker is a little bit flat? This might be the day I can get them, you know? Yep. Um, and they take all that to consideration. Now, don't get me wrong. They have all the books, and they like this guy. This is what he normally does. But he's a human being. First and foremost, he's not going to be perfect. He can be. He can slip. Yes, I might struggle off of him as a starter, right? But let me get into the rhythm of the game because later in the game when he comes out, I have a rhythm of the situation comes up, and I get this guy. Not coming off the bench as a pinch hitter because that's not a role I'm familiar with, um, but as a starter, I'm playing, I'm playing, and I struggled against him. But as soon as he came out, you know, batter's eyes get big. When that starting pitcher comes out, like, give me the bat. Mm -hmm. This is the time that you need me to be at my best. And if I'm not involved in the game as a starter, which is my role, then I might not have a chance to succeed in that situation. So I get it, you know. They wanted to get the best matchup as possible. I mean, the best matchup possible as far as computers and a number spit out. But as a human being, first and foremost, I play the game, not the computer. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The podcast is unwritten. It's Jimmy and Ron Darling. It's really good. I listened to some of the Larry Boa um, episode. It's just (laughs) absolutely terrific stuff. So, you know, there's a time. Absolutely, man. There's a time when you were feeling it like crazy. That 38-game hitting streak. We talk hitting streaks. Our goal on this podcast is to help people break Joe DiMaggio's streak in a virtual way. Um, it Mm -hmm. It doesn't happen in the bigs very often that people get to 30 or 35, or 38 like you. Right. You you said before September of 2005, I'm going to hit 400 this month. And then you went 49 yep. for 122, and you hit 402. Mm-hmm. How did you know you were locked in? You know what? Um, that's I, I don't know. I don't know. I was, I was working with Milt Thompson, and um, August was just just, just – just a tragedy. It was just a tragedy. But it wasn't because I didn't feel good. It was I wasn't getting the results. And we talked about hitting. You could do everything right. And I was just like, man, I'm I'm working in the right way. I'm seeing the ball good. I'm making the right decisions, swinging on the good pitches, laying off the bad pitches, or at least the pitches that were good to me. And it was just like, you know what? Maybe it's me saying why – aren't things going my way as opposed to this is what's going to happen. And I've always been a believer of if you want, if you want something, speak it into an existence. You have to believe it first, say it, and then go out and just watch it happen. And don't be surprised when it does because you spoke it into existence. And, you know, Milt was right there. He's like, yeah, you can, yeah, yeah, let's go hit 400. And we worked, and it just, it just happened. It was like boom, boom, boom. You know, I looked at Milt, and I remember, you know, coming to the club, I was looking at him, he's looking at me, he's like, we're going to do it again today? And he was like, yeah. You know, that's the goal. And I stayed focused on that. It wasn't 
that I went out every day and said, oh, what is my batting average, you know, the last two weeks? It was just, I'm going to hit 400. I don't know what it's like to hit 400. I've never done it. But whatever it is, I'm going to dedicate myself to doing that. And when, you know, when the month was over, I did it. And it was like, wow. Well, I actually did that. I can't tell you how it happened. (laughs) All I know is I put in a work and I believed it and I believe I manifested it to happen in that way. That's awesome. Um, So 36 straight games through the end of 2005. It carried over officially as it should have. We Willie Keelers Mm -hmm. did in 1895 and 1896 after all. But you did that take any pressure off at all? Knowing that the season was going to end before you even had a shot to like challenge Pete Rose or or, or anything like that. Did it take pressure off? For, for certain, and uh, we had two factors. One, we were chasing the wild card, so it was just imperative that I got on base. You know, some way or another, obviously, I, I love to hit over the walk, um, but I'm like, my job is to get on base, so I just have to get on base, get on base, get on base. Second part was, no matter what I did, no matter how much I wanted it, the season was coming to an end. So, there was no pressure in that regard that I was chasing uh, Joey D because I can't beat the single season record. There's no way. Like the next year, Chase been hitting like 35 straight games. Mm-hmm. He had an opportunity. That's a different pressure. Now, when when, when I when, when the season started for me, I was like, okay, it's going to pick back up, but uh, I, had, I had a chance to take a break, and I don't, I, it's probably tougher that way to be honest. Uh, but here's a chance to, uh, you know, just get back on and get off to a hot start and let them talk about it again. And it was fun for me. It was a lot of fun. I enjoyed it. I mean, people were telling me, hey, you know, you realize you're hitting 25 straight games. It's like, no. <laughs> and why would you bring that? It's like, and why would you bring that up now? I'm like, thanks. You know, but if you ask me about it, I'm going to be honest and tell you. Uh, so, yes, there was definitely not the pressure that Chase had the following year. Because no matter what I did, I was not going to break the single season hit streak uh, record of Joey D in 56 games. I wasn't going to get close to it. I wasn't going to tie it. I didn't have an opportunity. All I could do was hit in 30, I think it was 36 straight games, yeah. and I was able to do that. But then you had like, what, three months off with that thing lingering? Right, I mean, right, that's, right. That, that must have been crazy. You know, I, I fielded a lot of questions. Um, I saw uh, – Joey's uh, or Joe's uh, brother, you know, uh, his interview. And I thought it was all, I, I was like, I'm, look, that's cool. So just to be mentioned in his breath that, you know, um, you know, me being in this position to challenge it, you know, has, has sparked something to talk about in the off season. Um, kept, kept my name in off season relevant. And, and the fact that it was like something holding on, it was like the cliffhanger, like season two is going to premiere, but you have to wait three months, you know? <laughs> So I was like, I'm, look, I'm good with it. And if if I come out the first game and get no hits, then I'm still hitting 36 straight games, and that's cool. Yeah, that was that was tough when a season of lost would end and you got to wait three months and then it picks back up. I know. Uh, it's, yeah. it's, it's difficult. That's like Jimmy's hit a streak. Um, you, you know about our game. It beat the streak. It's from MLB. It's easier, mm-hmm. but still nobody's done it. It's been around 20. I know. It's crazy. I know. <laughs> I, 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 have you ever tried it or do you think you could do it? All you got to do is pick somebody who's going to get a hit. It seems like it should be easy. We, we could set you up with an account. Yep. We'll, 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 t- we'll exactly. take care of you. We'll, we'll set you up with an account. I got to do is, is is pick somebody. Um, All right, I'm, 
I'm going to. I'm, can I do that now? Oh yeah, sure. The MLB sure. Play MLB Play app is how to. I'll yep. send. I'll send you an invite so you can play with us. Beautiful. Because we have Beautiful. a. Beautiful. I'll do it. Yeah, that's the best, oh, man. man. Right? I mean, because oh, I, I I was telling David Ross about it, and, and he had never heard about it, and uh, I'm telling him about the game. He's like, "Are you kidding me? You mfers? Oh, I, I can say it, right? You motherfuckers can't even <laughs> pick somebody to get a hit. That's right. how hard this is to do. Like it we is. we can't even do it virtually. It's crazy. It's so crazy. It's so crazy. That's that's look. And that's this, like you said, hitting is definitely the most difficult thing to do in all of sports. And as a hitter, you, you're not in control of anything. Every, every other sport, you have control of the ball, right, on yeah. the offense. Baseball, offense does not have control of the ball. Yeah, It's like the offense is defense. It's crazy. Yeah, it is. So many three true outcome hitters out there with the state of hitting today. Uh, so many guys that could be hitting for a high average choosing to be home runner bust as a business choice. Um, yes. it, it, right? It, I understand it. I guess I understand it from a business perspective, but I wonder mm-hmm. if, if we're starting to push back and value batting average a little bit more. Does it feel like that to you? You know, I, I believe so. Uh, and I hope so. I think that's more of a true evaluation of the type of hitter you can be as an overall. Like if you hit for for a high average, um, you are going to have some walks in there, and that's just going to help you. Um, hitting for power is is a beautiful thing, but if you're you know hitting the home run, you know one, let's just say every every ten fifteen at bats, right? But Every other time, it's a strikeout or a weak pop-up, and you need that RBI, and you can't deliver unless you're really hitting the ball out the ballpark. How valuable are you really? You know, mm-hmm. he, he, he walks. He's going to walk a couple times, hit some home runs, and, that, and that's all he gets in between. I don't like that. Look, give me a guy that can hit in any situation. Runner on, bases empty, runner scoring position, two outs. Those are the guys that I want. And guys with high batting averages, they're getting hits in pretty much every situation that you can think of. That's what I and, and don't get me wrong, that's that that's not it. That's not all there is to hitting. But if I had to choose one, runner in scoring position, two outs or less than two outs, I want the guy that has the highest batting average in those situations. I don't care if he's getting singles, doubles, home runs. Doesn't matter. Give me the guy that I know when a game's on the line and everything's counting, it's a high leverage situation. This guy has proof and he can deliver. Are you uh that batting average is not gonna lie about that. Yeah. <laughs> that is not gonna lie. And 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 if they ban the shift, are you for banning the shift? I I, I Hell am yes. Yeah, right. Hell it's time. Yes. It's hey, time. hey, look, you, look, that's illegal defense. What they call in basketball, <laughs> hey, you, you either in zone or you're man. You you, you can't play both. <laughs> that's right. You can't do you can't do bump and run past five yards, right? You can't hold right. a receiver. Exactly. That that's to be some point where you have to let the offense, you know, ha- have a chance uh, at, at, at some fairness. Yes. Like I said, you know, they have these numbers, and I hit the ball 75% to the left side when I'm batting right-handed. That doesn't mean you get to stack the whole team over there, although they'll say, well, you know, here's the other side of the field that's open. Yeah, that's – in other words, a second baseman is supposed to play second base, a shortstop is supposed to play shortstop, not left field, or second baseman is not supposed to play right field. That's not how it goes. Yeah, no, I, I'm with you. And it's more aesthetically pleasing when it's like that. It just it yeah. fits the game that yeah. we've watched our whole lives. It's more comfortable. Mm-hmm. Jimmy Rollins, this has been a pleasure. Um, Unwritten is the podcast with you and Ron Darling. Everybody should check it out. I dig it and um, could talk to you for hours, man. Thanks so much. Uh, appreciate it. Thanks for having me. All right, you got it.